talk like this for the next upwards of somewhere 55 to 57 minutes. I hope you don't mind, so crank your volume up on your phone to 11. Just kidding. You thought we'd do that to you guys? My throat would be dead if I had to do that for an hour. So This ain't NPR. This ain't right. NPR. This is running things considered. This is, yeah, what do you think? What do you think? We're not we can talk we're social voices. distancing by being six feet away from each other with two separate microphones recording on two separate computers because we are denied access to our barn, sadly, because sadly of the again. COVID-19 pandemic that is happening here in the United States and abroad. The United States is uh, not doing a great job containing this, uh, no. this virus. Well, um, today is obviously... April Fool's Day. Well, we're recording this on April Fool's we're Day. We're recording this on April Fool's Day. You're right. That's right. So are we actually recording this at all? Is this all a joke? Is this all a joke? Well, this this whole thing, your life's a joke, actually. It's a simulation. So, I figured that that's out That's right. <laughs> that's yeah. what's revealed so far. They, they, this uh, 2020 was the finale. How can you see reveal. yourself if your eyes aren't real? Jaden Smith. Realize. 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 Taking it back to seventh grade Pinterest. That's right. I was Let's in maybe ninth grade. The Olympics were officially moved back to 2021. Yeah, Tokyo 2021, baby. Tokyo 2021, baby. I, I, I honestly, I think this is, I, I think this is the right thing to do. I think everyone's agreeing. I don't think anybody has a problem with it being moved back. Yeah. Uh, just in this current circumstances, I know for me especially, having another year to, year to adjust to pro running training is is honestly great. How has that adjustment been for you? Uh, could not be any worse. Yeah, it's uh, tough, huh? I've probably gone into it on this podcast, but yeah. I guess the the main difference is in college is you know you have to perform well at multiple races, but in pro running it's like Olympic standard or bust, yes. more or less, and yeah. so they just kind of line the whole year around like a few races. And the workouts are pretty easy, huh? Yeah, pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> this uh. So, dude, the work I did yesterday, and I guess before I go into it, a little tangent about this whole social distancing thing, is uh, I guess we had to go to a new spot since like all our usual spots are closed down because they're public areas, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I went to Proctor Creek Greenway. Shout out right by my house. I showed it to him. House. Yeah. And like nobody knows about it, and it's just no. this beautiful trail next to a creek, and it was, it was a little workout. It was a four-mile tempo take a little breath, two-mile tempo, take a little breath, and then a one-mile at the end. And the first one I did, it was at like 5.16 pace for the first four miles, yeah. which is not easy. That's not easy. And then the next two miles was, was at five flat pace. Yesterday. And one after that was at 4.45. Mm. So, yeah, pro running, it hurts. Yeah. You got to buckle up. Yeah, that's that'll clap your own. That'll, you can clap your own cheeks. On I, I clap my own cheeks twice a week. Sometimes three times. A week. Sometimes three. Now, I've like uh, basically been clapping my cheeks five times a week. That's right. Six? No, six. Six. I don't take two you, days. You've off. been doing more mileage now too. <sighs> yeah, we can talk about that in the in the uh, in the first question. Okay, okay, we'll save it. We'll save it. But yeah, to go along with uh, kind of all the public places being closed here in Atlanta, Fulton County, which is the county that we both live in. Um, issued an ordinance probably just like two hours ago saying that uh if you go outside you're going to be fined one thousand dollars right yeah and so hopefully that will kind of contain some of the virus and some of the spread i know that 
you know, if I'm just out running by myself, I live uh, three miles from Piedmont Park, which is the biggest public park that we have here in the city. Uh, and it's been, of course, it's been incredibly beautiful out the past two oh. weeks. For the past two months before that, it was like literally raining every day. We had six months of rain in two months. And uh, like that amount of rainfall uh, yeah, in terms insane. of inches. And uh, now it's um, now it's like super beautiful. And everybody's like, well, <laughs> I'm young, dumb and broke. Shout out to that song. <laughs> and I'm just going to go outside and be in a gathering of and a million different people. Take a lot of pictures people. on a pretty day. Uh, and it's pretty. just it's like insane. literally the opposite of what you should be doing. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's like, oh, like I have to work from home. I guess I'll go to Piedmont Park. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's like even if you go to the park, just like sit six feet away from your friends or more. And people are just like. like Playing full on soccer games. They're like yeah. literally princess in the pea just laying on top of each other. Yeah. Like, what in the hell are you doing? Oh, it's insane. But I'm sure your similar situations, wherever you are listening to this, I'm sure yeah. you guys have stories. Unless you're in, like, Montana or something where yeah. there's, like, three people that can get the virus. That's true. It's already kind <laughs> Which of Which is a big advantage, so yeah, shout out. Greenland doesn't have folks. a single case of coronavirus. In Greenland, and goes back to you, you ever played the uh, the game, oh, what's it called? Is it, is it called Pandemic? That sounds familiar. Yeah, well, there's, there's this game called Pandemic, and it's about just, like, you know, creating this virus that infects the whole world. And Greenland is the hardest country to get. Oh, really? Yeah, and this, I was playing this game in, like, so high school, real. like, mid-high school. And, uh, so, yeah, they I've been, they, like, they wanting right to go to Greenland and just chill on a... Their blue-footed boobies? In a fjord with my blue-footed boobies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. My blue-footed boobies. I learned about them in the seventh grade in Miss Schlegel's class. That must have been hilarious. It was. You're just like... <laughs> that was... Oh, you're right. You're, oh my Avery's my total beach headset. A <laughs> yeah. Almost yeah, we're off. using gaming headsets, by the way. We're making do. We're making do. We don't have any equipment here uh, at his house no, because the barn all of our is, equipment is at the barn. The equipment's at the barn. Hope, we'll hope we'll be back there soon. soon. Yeah, and soon is in like within the next year. So <laughs> next decade, the next before decade. I turn 40, I think we should probably be back. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but yeah, so lots going on. Uh, I have not really had the ability to work from home start, uh, but I was getting uncomfortable not working from home cause I was doing a lot of deliveries, uh, cause I work for a, a popsicle company. We're doing a lot of deliveries to Whole Foods and things like that. So I told them and I started to uh, feel uncomfortable as of yesterday. So I got to work from home today. Uh, and I got to watch Tiger King. And you best believe I finished that whole series. Carol Baskin is a straight up bitch. Free Joe Exotic. That's my guy. That's the new culture right now. If there's one <laughs> good thing about 2020, Joe Exotic is putting... The culture on his back right dude, now. Joe Exotic, such a well. He's a weird dude. He's but. a weird dude, and that was my favorite. Like, I I never thought like the one thing that just like just super motivated, just like weird asses had in common is that they own tigers. Like, yeah, it's like the weirdest thing. Like no matter where show, you are, like that guy in Indiana or that guy in Doc An- Doc Antle. Antle. Yeah, Antle it's crazy. I actually I followed his uh his, him on TikTok because he's he has a TikTok. Yeah, just like monkeys and just like animals just like playing with celebrities you know you'll see like obj just cuddling with like a baby chimpanzee and i had and like when i watched the show i was like this is the guy like that's oh so you would you had followed him before well before yeah oh my god he's big on tiktok dude he's like the weirdest dude ever he's the weirdest he's like he's like been in federal investigation like a part-time cult leader fully sucks 
sucks. Yeah, no, he's I think he was like besides wacko. I don't know, Carol is like a sociopath, but Carol is um, sociopath. I mean, it's not We're like everybody's like free Joe Exotic. He is like seriously one of the weirdest dudes and was trying yeah, to murder yeah. her it's probably. It's kind yeah. of ridiculous just like how powerful meme culture is yeah. nowadays. I mean, it, it was definitely a, a strange dynamic between him and his husbands. and <laughs> Yeah, I mean. I could go with Okay, And if you guys haven't watched the show. It's on um, Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's called Tiger King. It's called it Tiger King. Insane. It was worth it. Oh, yeah. It was well sure. worth it. I remember watching it for like three hours a couple days ago and just being like, I don't. I my brain cannot handle another hour of this. I need to I like take a break and watch House Hunters International. Right, just, like <laughs> just zone out. Oh my gosh, it was um, a wild ride. Yeah. So, anyways, obviously things are different. We hope everybody is staying safe. Staying Again, safe. Again, um, isolation. If you want to call us, can ask us anything. Really, at the yeah. moment, this is this uh, is prime time podcasting yeah. time. So, ask if you us guys want to quarantine get involved, questions. Ask us some quarantine questions. I have that written down. This was from last week. Oh, that's right. Here. Well, let's get right into it. Let's, let's get, get right into it. Quarantine questions. What up, RTC? This is E. Seltzer from the Cornell Running Club. Just calling in to ask what your advice is for training during this COVID-19 madness. You know, I'm kind of torn between whether I should stop training, whether I should ramp up training. Do I just quit once and for all? I was training for marathons. Or do I just, you know full send start ultra training during this madness while well, there's no races to train for um any mm, sorry advice you guys got much appreciated love the podcast uh keep being great Ooh. nice great i'm gonna i love that i did too but i want to get his name first what up rtc this is e seltzer from the corner did you get that E Seltzer. That's what I, I got. A lot of people like Seltzer. All right, let's go Big E. Let's go Big E. With e. Yeah, it's with the E. Yeah. E guy. All right, Big E Daddy. Uh, we appreciate that question because e Avery, <laughs> Avery and I have talked about that uh, exact same thing recently. Oh, yeah. I think we even like yesterday when Avery was doing the workout, he was like, just show up or don't. And I didn't because I am kind of confused on what's going on. Uh, but. Avery's still doing all of his workouts, um, I guess, in hopes that there's going to be some sort of track season or some sort of race inner squad. You know, I I don't really and, know. And and even like for me, it's like it's not really about races right now. It's about like it's about 2021 for me. Yeah. And if I just like sit on my butt, like I mean, I'm I'm talented, but I'm not like talented to the point where I can just like you know chill out and still have a, a great shot. So I I still want to make the most out of this. Uh, out of this season uh well this see sorry this training block i'm not gonna call it a season yeah, i'm gonna call, call it a cycle. training block so and i'm still killing myself in workouts and just the motivation is just try and get adjusted you know yeah i think uh for me starting last week or a couple weeks ago i've been running just a lot more mileage i don't know why i just feel more motivated to do so um i've been working a lot you know uh doing all these deliveries it's like manual labor um, it's not but easy. It's not easy, but still trying to just get out. And instead of like me, I usually focus on like how many miles I'm going to do that day. But lately I've just been doing like just going off time. Just like I'm just going to go run for an hour or run for 70 minutes and just not be concerned really about pacing too much or uh, 
or distance. I've been doing a lot of progression runs, like for the past couple of days. I've just kind of been starting out relatively easy, getting harder throughout, and then you know finishing relatively quick, but not anything unmanageable. And I, I guess to help, uh, I guess go brief with the question: What's what's like? What's your motivation? Like, like why? What's your why right now? Because you're getting after it. You're getting it done. Maybe you're not like going nuts, but I think you know. I mean, I still want to run it. fast at some point. I in the grand scheme of just running, enjoy the act of running. Uh, though I can't run with a group of people, I've been running uh, social distance six feet away from my friend Jeremy and Avery and I have gotten to run together too. So, I mean, it's still a social thing that I like to do. It's kind of what I've known for the past 10 years or so. And I still want to be able to run fast and get fit. I think it's so easy to sit on your ass and do nothing at the house. But if you can just, have, you know, portion out an hour of your day it makes you feel so much better about yourself and about what you've accomplished that day um and yeah and also just like biologically like exercise has shown to just make you just a more better functioning human being and happier so if you can just get into the habit of yeah. i mean like honestly it's not about crushing workouts right now yeah. it's not about how far you can run. it's not about high mileage it's just about getting it done yeah like if you, if you go outside and you know, maybe you usually run six miles and you run three. Who cares? Yeah. As long as you did it, I think that's so. That's kind important. of opposite of what I've been doing. I'm usually just running seven, six yeah. or seven every day, and I've been doing like ten to twelve. So, I don't know. Just, but I mean, that, that goes to the same point. Like, you know, you're 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 doing it for your well being. Yeah, yeah. I'm just do it. I'm doing it because I enjoy it. I think just kind of get getting back to the basics of why you started to like running, and you know, just focus solely on the enjoyment factor um just you know there's i know uh, even just a lot of people a, a guy actually reached out to me earlier who i've known since high school who had smoked a lot of cigarettes and now is like hey i got nothing to do i'm gonna try and run now and i told him you know just go out and try and enjoy it as much as you can just run slow easy mileage if you want to pick it up pick it up if you want to cut it short cut it short but just go out there and get it done uh and just have fun doing it so I always enjoy it. I'm going to go out. I, I got to meet my friend at 530. It's 430 right now. So, um, yeah, I, I'm doing it because I'm enjoying it, and I, I truly like running. I'm just getting back to where I used to run in high school and, you know, just uh, just doing it because I, I truly want to be out there. I don't think you should hang it up. Uh, marathons are going to happen. Boston's still slated for September. That's what this guy who I'm running for, running with later is going to be trying to uh, run. Uh, in September, so those aren't going anywhere. Even if they were going somewhere for 2020, they're obviously going to be back in 2021. There's races to be run, there's goals to be set, and there's goals to be accomplished. So those are not going anywhere. If you, you're not getting much older. You seem like you're still in college, so you ain't getting old. Believe me. We you're believe good. in you. We believe in you. RTC Keep doing has it. your back. That's right. All right. Um, well, good luck with. Yeah, Everything keep at it. Future, keep at it. Let's get into our next question a little bit. Uh, and this nice. one, this is a little bit two-parter. This is a two-parter, something that I've – actually, I thought about on my run yesterday. <laughs> um, it says, hey, it's Ryan from Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Ryan. Y'all have to try putting your running watches upside down. I don't know why, but something about turning your hand inside as opposed to outside feels so much cooler. Also socks with no or so, sorry. Also socks or no socks with spikes. Love the podcast. Keep it up. So, 
he he obviously didn't ask Ryan obviously didn't ask a question in the first one, but I feel very strongly about turning my watch inside to my wrist. And and, and for those and Avery doesn't. I, I don't. And, and that's you know. I guess just, just turning the watch face, you know. Just literally turning, just turning the, watch, the face. watch face. For me, just, here's this is what I've been doing for like a month now. But I've always kind of had my watch inside. It's because I feel like I'm not going to check it as much if I have to uh, keep flipping my wrist. And it's just like an annoying thing. So I won't check Play it as often. Play a trick on yourself? Yeah. So, but lately, I've been like really concerned about how long I've been going for some reason because I've, I've moved to a different place and I don't really know all the routes. So I don't really know how far I'm going. So I've been holding the watch in my hand for 20 minutes, and then I'll put it right side up for 20 minutes, and then the last 20 minutes will be inside my wrist. You're a psychopath. Yeah, I know. I'm Carol Baskin. That's right. That bitch. So you do a little bit of everything. And me, personally, I'm a, a – outside of your wrist? Yeah, okay. just normal. A normal, I'm a normal, normal watch wearer. Wear, normal watch wearer. And, and I feel like that's just like, that's habit that's like wired in my brain. I have to check my watch that way. And even like sometimes when I'll, it'll be just like a workout with me and coach and I'll like, he'll like call it to 200 instead of me checking it. Like I'll just like, I like won't be on pace as much. Yeah. Just because it's just like different. Like even if I have nothing on my watch and I'm running, he calls it the pace and I just look at my wrist. How often do you check your, let's say, how often do you check your watch, uh, just guesstimate? During like a let's say seven to ten mile run, how many how many times do you check it? Do you think? I I'm not a watch checker really. Dude, I check my watch so much. Really? Yeah. Every, it's so much. I really if I, as long as I know the, the last route, if 20 I don't minutes, know the route, dude, I check it fifteen times That's probably. Crazy. So, like for me having it inside, at one point I was literally putting it in the uh, zipper in You're the back crazy, of my half tights because I was like I don't want to know. And sometimes lately I've been going with my friend Jeremy and just having him have a watch, but he's been getting so annoyed because he'll be running. I'm like, what are we at? What are we at? What are we at? What did that one? And like he won't tell me the splits on the miles. Yesterday my watch was like totally messing up and was saying that we ran like 5:07 in the middle of the run. Yep. And I was like, what was that one? He was like, not gonna tell you. <laughs> it's, it's just like just go out there and do it but i think i don't know if it looks cooler to be inside but it definitely helps me not check it as much um just because that that motion is a little more awkward um but and i'd say do whatever you want yeah do whatever you want zane i'm not sure you're making a great case because you're kind of describing a crazy person right now <laughs> <laughs> i am definitely very crazy a little yeah <laughs> sometimes an hour feels a lot longer than an hour when you're running oh yeah for sure and also like as you said you're in a new place and i know like sometimes postseason uh when i'm you know on taper mode i don't even i don't even run with a watch on purpose. yeah i wasn't running with a watch in new york for a long time like two months i didn't wear one um but now I got one out of a uh, a free giveaway bin at the running store, so not it's all, bad. It's been sick. It doesn't work at all, obviously, but <laughs> it's something. Um, but yeah, I I truly like to have my watch facing outside, or I guess the opposite way. Whoever hasn't tried it, go ahead and try that out. See how it feels. If you feel cooler, maybe it's just because I was cool all along. Something that we've already known, <laughs> but. Um, I would say definitely go ahead and try that out. Uh, I've been doing it for literally as long as I can remember. I don't even ever remember wearing my watch the right way. I'm trying to you think. Just, you just always been just a cool cat? Just always been a cool cat. Bro. I'm, try, I'm really trying to think. I don't know if I've ever worn my watch regular. That's crazy. 
Yeah. I guess, and I've I've never worn it like an idiot. Yeah, know, I so. think I just check it. <laughs> I think I just check it too much, so I need to get in the habit of not checking it and doing what I was just saying in the previous question and just go out there and enjoy it, because uh, you can. What I what I told Jared or my friend Jeremy, who I'm going to go run with here in a little while on Sunday, was we ran for like 80 minutes, and I just finished, and I was like, man, you can really get a long way in 80 minutes. Like you can really get out there, you can do a lot in eighty minutes running wise. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, just like, just like, like run across town. Like I mean, we park. ran like well over thirteen miles in in eighty minutes. You know, that's what they used to do back in the old days. You know, yeah. Like my great grandfather used to run eighty minutes to work and back every single day. Is that that's a what joke? he told me at least? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh god, that's no. Horrible. I just I just pulled that out my butt. <laughs> 160 but, minutes of running anyways, every day. Let's get to this this next part two. Yeah. So, socks or no socks with spikes. Now I have done both. Um, my coach in high school used to tell me that I was a loser if I wore socks with spikes. He thought it was like badass and hardcore to not run with socks because it like tears your feet up, I guess that's the cool thing. That you want your you want to have really bad blood blisters and like really bad uh, abrasions on your heel and stuff. But that to me is not appealing. So I wore socks ninety nine percent of the time and still I would never race without socks now. My feet are I got old man feet. All of my all of my uh, all of my toenails are like uh Really thick. It's a sight. I got the the thick boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's from running. I don't even, honestly, I could just have some weird fungal disease. But I think it's from running. I went to the orthopedic doctor, and he, like, literally took a buzzsaw out and sawed my toenails that down. Is, that is beautiful imagery. Yeah. I got <laughs> it on film. Answering your quarantine questions. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this guy, he makes so much money to be an orthopedic doctor, but I'm like, this dude is buzzing my freaking he, he probably face. sees some gross stuff oh i'm sure i was like not even close to what yeah because I, I know like for me, me I'll, I'll have like i don't know like a little bit of like dead skin in the bottom of my foot and i'll be like super self-conscious whenever somebody works on it i'll be like oh i'm so sorry and they'll be like you don't even know son yeah. you don't know what i've seen i know <laughs> dr pimple popper you don't even know <laughs> yeah you don't know what i've seen out there it's actually funny that i used to think that all the time when like we would do like those 10 mile tempos at tech and i'd have to go to like 8 a.m practice and just like walk it in like a zombie and i'm like you don't know what i've seen 8 a.m practice yeah 6 a.m practice bro oh 6 a.m and then go to 8 a.m class That's right. That's yeah right. oh, 6 a.m give practice. us some credit yes. we're credits good. yeah yeah sorry <laughs> It's PTSD. Yeah. Um, but I would just be like, you have no idea what I've been through or seen. Yeah. Or even thought about waking up. <laughs> yeah, definitely not 8 a.m. practice. That would have been really nice, actually. I would love that. Oh. Okay. There's what? a change I'm going to tell you after this podcast. Okay. But uh, let's uh, – so no, so I'm a sock guy also, but, but Zane pretty much said everything that needs to be said. Yeah, I would say don't try without socks, I, I especially you, you. on a hot day on a track. That sounds horrible. I know. That sounds really I mean, some, bad. Some, I know a lot of fast people do it, but yeah. I also make sure know. your feet are strong. Strong. My feet are not strong. <laughs> All right. Is this is this next question a voicemail? No. Oh yeah. Let me read that. Um, Got to scroll up. There's so many questions. Bro. Oh boy. Um. Oh, f- uh, Jeremy, my friend just texted me. I guess I didn't text him back and tell him I was going over at five thirty. 
well, I'll tell him. <laughs> we actually have have to set up a time to run with him. I can't just show up at his house. That's um, how it works. That's how it works. Not interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't just show up at his house. <laughs> um, from an 819 number, it says, guys, I have a question that isn't really a question. That's okay. I'm running my first 10K on the roads, and I don't know if you guys have done one on the road, but I'm pretty sure Avery did it in XC. XC would mean not on the road. Um, anyways, I was wondering if you had any tips for the 10K and maybe some good workouts. I will say um, I need to correct myself. There was a 10K on the road in the NCAA this year for the first time because it was too icy. It was too icy. It was in the northeast uh, region. Whatever. North. Northeast, yeah, it was like around New York. I know uh, Harvard won the meet because they had all had alpha flies. Well, not because they had alpha flies, but they Definitely all had helped. alpha flies. <laughs> they were, yeah. Well, they all whatever, really whatever fast. that model was. Yeah, they ran really fast. They ran really fast. That one guy from some ra- like random school, Alex Mas- Masai, won. He ran like 2830. That's nuts. Yeah, pretty quick. Yeah. Anyways, 10K. Well, you have come to the wrong place if you yeah. want 10K advice. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the because wrong. Because I... You, the first podcast is in uh, somewhere Purgatory. in the ocean. So. I've run a tanky on the road, but yeah, you—that's right, Peace Tree. Yeah. So yeah, I've you know, I talked about it a bit about how my first two 10ks ever I DNF'd. So mm-hmm. I have, and then the one after that I finished. So I have a one out of every three 10ks I've finished. Yeah. And that's failing. For Thirty-three point three 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 three. That's right. <laughs> And but the advice I was told was to run it like an AK. I know. And go with two more Ks. It's the worst. Which is the advice ever. Of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I don't know if we, anybody remembers that from the first podcast, but yes, our coach used to tell us to literally run it like an 8K with an extra 2K <laughs> right. in the He said you should feel no different coming through 8K, and boy was he wrong. Boy was he wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I'd come through 8K, I'd be like. Whoo, I don't know, man. I don't know if I got 2K in me right now. I really don't know. I would be coming through 5K and be like halfway there. I'm like, are you kidding me? I know. Come on. I remember uh, in Tuscaloosa coming through 5K, and I was like, this is going to be quick. This is going to be a quick one. And it was literally the slowest I'd ever come through in like any race ever. I was like, I got to do this again. Again. So... Okay, so, but we can't talk about training because although maybe we have or have like <laughs> the worst track record of actually running them properly, well, I guess my last one was actually a pretty even. I was, was like 15, 30. I did all right. What did you, you ran like 31, 13 or something? Yeah. I was like 31, 28. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same course. Yeah. And that was the same course. And, yeah. uh, but, but yeah. I don't know. It's all about the rhythm, all about staying focused. And the more and more I do tempo work, which I guess will describe a little bit of, of what the, a week should look like for a 10K yeah. runner in a sec. But uh, I guess I, I would say the biggest thing transitioning from being, you know, more of a historically talented middle distance runner to not really being a talented distance runner, but having to work at it, you know. Um, I would say the biggest thing is just learning how to focus sometimes like deep in a rep of a tempo and i'm just like there's nothing i want more than just to stop i almost just like just like take a deep breath focus on every single muscle in my body and kind of like pretend that i'm like mo farah or whatever and just get in that grind and kind of trick yourself that you're in shape yeah just like a bunch of it's very mental oh yeah and uh i think if you want to be a good 10k runner i don't have a lot of experience with it 
or being a good runner at all. But um, I think the biggest thing is like, obviously you need to up your mileage. So if you're a 1500 meter runner, slowly, but you may, uh, you may be running, I don't know, 50 quality good miles a week or something like that, 50, 60. But for like a good 10K runner, a lot of times in college, you'd be wanting to run 75 to 85, mm-hmm. maybe even cresting mm-hmm. up to 90 or more. And, and also uh, something that a lot of people get wrong that are newer to the sport, I see the most common answer, is like caring about speed. Because like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, running yeah. fast is fun, yeah. but like for a 10K, you really don't. You don't a lot of it. slow miles. You need a lot of slow miles. Easy so days, easy. Typically, what what Nahum would do, which is he, I hope I don't. I think it's twenty nine fifteen, something like that. Ten kpr. That's yeah. pretty good. But yeah. yeah, he was you know we were really good friends, and I saw what he did day in day out. He did a, he did upwards of around upwards of ninety miles a week, but usually around eighty. And he would run seven days a week. That's important because it's it's really yeah. hard to hit high mileage with oh, a day yeah. off. Um, just because you're just loading up the rest of the days. Yeah. Um, and then there's really three important days of the week. There's, you know, your two workouts. One is usually a longer tempo. So um, you can calculate what would you, your, be your 80% and mm-hmm. you can just throw that at Google to figure out what 80% that is. 80% of your race pace. A, 80, yeah, it's, but it's like a, a, 80% of like your aerobic threshold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Something. AT aerobic threshold. Yeah, pace. yeah. yeah. Um, and then... You know, just do longer tempos anywhere from six to eight miles doing that. Um, yeah. and, and if six to eight